For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is On The Mark, and we are pleased to be joined by the Hall of Famer today. I was moved by his Hall of Fame speech. LaDainian Tomlinson with us today. LT, let's uh, start there if, if we can. I, I thought it was just uh, vulnerable and passionate and inspiring. All of it, you, you know, going back, talking about your great-great-great-great-grandfather uh, who came here uh, as a slave and took on... Uh, the name Tomlinson, which you have uh, made so proud today. Uh, you know, I, I just, uh, when you were putting that together and, and thinking about what you wanted to talk about, how did it become clear that, you know what, I want to go this way and I, and I want to talk about my family and the history? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, honestly, I, I just, when my football life came out and I, uh, I got so much great response from that football life from the NFL network. And I just felt like, you know, people were moved by, by that one hour special so much that they would stop me in airports and, and, you know, just around town and say, you know what? I, I really enjoyed your football life. It was so inspiring. And I, so Thinking about that, I said, you know what, I need to build upon that. I need to speak more about that. I need to, you know, kind of bring people together through my story of two families, the white side and the black side coming together. Because, you know, when I thought about it, I said, man, you know, my story is America's story. It is a lot of our stories. So what better way to, to take this opportunity to speak to this country about my story and how it can inspire everyone, all of us, um, to be better. And, and that's kind of how it came together. Honestly, I I struggled with that for a long time if I wanted to do it. I really did. I, I went back and forth saying, no, I'm not going to do it. Uh, okay, I, I will do it. No, I'm not going to do it. And one morning I woke up and it was just this overwhelming feeling I had to, you have to do this. Like, you have to do this. And that's how it came about. I guess, and the fear is, how is it going to be received? Right? People are well. I want to hear about right. your. You know, I want to hear about your football career. I don't want to know about uh, you know your family and any resentments you might hold or whatever it would be. I mean, that's so you you gotta hold yourself that it's going to go, uh, you know, the way you want it to go. I guess. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, thinking about that and, and thinking about a, a bit of it, you know, for me, it was embarrassing, you know, to, to know these truths and, and to, to, I mean, because, you know, I, I was doing, I was doing fine. I, you know, was in the NFL and MVP and, you know, the number one player in, in football. So, I mean, I didn't really have to deal with that. You know what I mean? It was just like, just forget about it. But, you know, as as time went on, and and I know my mom kept on telling me that I needed to talk to Chris Tomlinson, um, and, and and she had talked to him for you know had been talking to him for a while, and I I used to tell my mom, no, nah, mom, I don't really want to hear about it, I don't want to deal with it, and, and so it, it was it was a bit embarrassing, but then um, that overwhelming feeling of just saying, you know what, you need to do this, it, it, it really didn't matter at that point how it was going to be received, I knew that I was doing the right thing for, for our family. Yeah, and it's not, at the end of the day, embarrassing. It's actually a huge point of strength, at least from my perspective. So I give you huge props from going there, for going there, LT. And, uh, you know, your mom, obviously, huge figure for you. And uh, she held standards when you were a young Ladanian, did she not? I, I, I was, uh, you know, seeing her reaction at your speech and, and the tears coming out a little bit and, and how much she just held you to do the right thing. And I, I particularly like the part, you know, you're at TCU, you win one game as a freshman, you want to transfer, and your mom's like, no, 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 no. You're going to be a part of the solution. And, and I think any great athlete – they don't get there without parents pushing them and giving them sort of the, hey, this is the road, this is how it goes about. I mean, I, I heard Michael Jordan speaking recently saying that after he didn't make the varsity team as a sophomore, he thought about going to play baseball. And so I'm like, no, go back and prove it to him. I mean, everybody needs that who got to the level that, that you were able to get to. No question, it, you know, because it gets hard. It gets – there comes times where you do want to give up and you don't think you have what it takes – and, and it's, you know, it, it is our parents that pushes us to say, no, you don't give up. You know, you, you, you don't quit. You keep going and you see it through um, those types of things. And, you know, just I, I just think about the every day of my, of my mom's sacrifice of taking me to practice from the time I was seven years old, you know, to the time I, I, you know, through high school. When you think about that, that's over 10 years of just every day, you know, her taking me, taking me somewhere, taking me to, to, to get something done with sports. And that's a sacrifice that, man, it's, it's a long journey to do that. And so, you know, to see her face when I'm up there um, giving a Hall of Fame speech, you know, it, I, I had to hold back tears because I, I can see the look on her face, how proud she was. It was uh, truly a moving moment. Yeah, and I, you know, just one more on your speech. You talked about at six years old, you knew that you were going to play in the NFL, and at seven, you asked for a weight set, and at twelve years old, you're going to a fo- you're going to a football camp. But you also mentioned that at twelve, you were lacking confidence. So you had this, yeah. you you had this vision, but you weren't, you know, at like any young kid. I mean, I, I'm sure you doubted yourself along the way. I, where 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 did that uh, ultimate confidence? You know what I I can get there. I can get to TCU and I can get myself in the NFL. Where where do you think that there was a was there any like particular person or moment where it sort of crystallized for you? Well, you know what happened was so uh, when I was young, I was you know 
the, one of the best athletes, obviously, in my, in, in, you know, for my age. Um, just fast kid, quick kid, all those kinds of things. Um, and, and so, you know, and I played quarterback growing up. But when I was 11, in the sixth grade, I, I broke my foot. And I lost some of my skills after breaking my foot. And so when I was 12 and, and going to that Jay Novacek camp and meeting Emmett Smith, at that time, I was kind of, you know, lacking in confidence as an athlete. I was just coming off of breaking my foot. And that football season, I didn't even start anymore. I set the bench the whole year. You know, I lost my skills. And so I was lacking in confidence. But meeting Emmett Smith at that camp and just kind of sizing him up and saying, man, this guy's not that big, but he's a running back for the Dallas Cowboys. I remember like it was yesterday as a kid. It just gave me confidence to say, you know what, I can I can do this. Like, I can make it to the NFL. And it just changed my life. I left that camp on top of the world. Uh, you know, it was like I, I got my confidence back and my skills started to come back. And it was from there, it was, it was you know, on. It was history. Mom, saving that money. Got you to the camp. Look at that. Uh, no, it's, it's, <laughs> I, yeah, you're you're partnering. I want to ask you a couple of questions about the NFL today, real fast. But uh, let's just get in here. You're partnering with the National Peanut Board, uh, which of course is hosting one of the uh, biggest high school games of the year, DeSoto and Cedar Hill. Uh, so talk about why why you're why you're working with the Peanut Board today, Ladanian. Well, because of three things that I I absolutely love. Right? I mean, it's it's football is one, but the state of Texas. And peanuts, and and when you think about it, what the peanut ball is a game of celebrates America's love for peanuts with the big time matchup in high school. Well, I mean Texas, we play the best football, and and, and what what way to to celebrate this wonderful game than to see a high school football game like Cedar Hill and DeSoto, which twelve thousand fans will be in attendance, have some peanuts with it, and and celebrate this bowl peanut bowl for the first time this is going to happen in texas and between these two teams honestly i don't know i don't know who i would pick i mean it's going to be a great game but i'm i'm fortunate that i'll be there uh with my peanuts you know <laughs> at, at this high school football game you're gonna eat the shell or you go uh you, you break it apart say again do you, oh do oh do i eat this no i um no i eat i, I eat the whole thing you do yeah that's well, I'm a honey roasted guy. I'm a honey roasted guy, but but I do have the ones with the shell actually in my in my pantry. But I gotta admit, my father in law likes the shells, and so usually I'm a honey roasted guy. My father in law he he brings the shells, and so when I when I have the shells, if that's all I have, yeah, I got to take it out of the shell and then eat it. Okay, okay. The hard the old school yeah. guys they eat that shell. That's a that's a, that's aggressive. Hey, uh, any any Oh man, that is aggressive. It, it is. Wow. It is flat out aggressive. Any uh any regrets real quick here on uh, on calling out Ezekiel Elliott a couple weeks ago for not uh I guess you call it giving up. Um which I think a lot of people thought, and I guess Michael Irvin wanted to call you up and say, "Hey, you can't say that about a guy." Do you, do you have any <laughs> any regrets of putting it out there like that? No, I don't. I, I think, um, you know, I think we all have certain opinions, and and you know, that was my opinion on it. Um, you know, which which uh, I think a lot of people felt like he gave up on that play. No I I think what's unfortunate is 
you know, the difference between people saying you call him, you know, you're saying he's a quitter, which is not what I said, and, and, and giving up on the play. That's that's two different things. If you quit on play, you give up on the play, that's not the same thing as saying that you're a quitter. You know, insinuate that somebody's a quitter is saying he he consistently gives up. And and that's not that's not accurate because I haven't seen that from Ezekiel. It was just shocking to see that for the first time. Um, but I, I think the kid will correct it. Um, I think Jason Garrett is a terrific coach who will obviously had that talk with him about that. And I, I doubt that we'll see that again. Lastly, LT, your your thoughts on uh, the president speaking on Friday and the NFL's response and. Where do we go from here? I mean, your Hall of Fame speech was a lot about unity, and right now we got we got some work to do, clearly. Yeah, that's what we got to continue to focus on, unity. And I, I think, um, you know, obviously the, the, the NFL had their stance, and, you know, it, it obviously was based on, you know, particular teams of how they wanted to handle it. Um, but... You're right. We we do have a ways to go, and I, I think we just keep on focusing on on unity and and you know moving forward and uniting everyone. You used to the Chargers in L.A., or do you miss them back in San Diego? Well, I mean, I've come to grips with with the fact that they're in L.A. now. So, I mean, I, I you know, it, it's something that that it took me a while to to get used to. But I think when that when the vote didn't pass to build that stadium, we all expected it, you know, to happen. And the fact that I've been to every home game, you know, I'm I'm used to it now. I'm used to them being in LA and, and you know, those fans and just hopefully we, we need to win some games now. Yep, yep. Ladanian Tomlinson L T the Hall of Famer. Appreciate the time. Always great to talk to you. Thank you so much. sunset is gorgeous grill patio sunset hard to get better than that unless you're browsing carvana's inventory while you soak it all in oh burger time so sit back get comfortable carvana's got thousands of cars under twenty thousand dollars just waiting for you i could stay here forever carvana where car buying meets comfort meets convenience download the app or visit carvana.com today This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Grainger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Grainger, for the ones who get it done.